Hey guys, welcome back to our Books and Wine podcast, or as our husbands like to call us, Two Yaffy Bitches. <laughs> Today we're reading the third book in Tracy Wolf's series, um, Covet, and there is a lot to get through today. Oh, there's so much. It's such a big book. Yeah, so we don't meet many new characters in this book, but we go to a lot of new places. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, discovery happening I suppose in this book as well yeah it feels a lot like a quest book oh absolutely okay let's dive right in so our initial thoughts on Covet um for me it was oh my gosh I'm so excited because the ending of Crush was obviously when found out that Grace and Hudson were actually mates and so this book held so much um, what can I say? It had so much promise, I think, for me and my little heart Exciting. anyways. Yeah, like I was just really excited about it. And there were so many questions left unanswered, I feel, mm-hmm. in Crush. So I was just really ready to to dive right in. Yeah. My initial thoughts were I don't love a love triangle. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Me neither. I'm not – that's not one of my favourite tropes. Um I was a bit hesitant about, oh, how is this going to go? Especially because, like, the love triangle is with two brothers. Like, that's a bit gross. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, like Twilight had the love triangle Mm -hmm. thing, you know, kind of we spent four books going around and around. So I was a bit apprehensive about how this book was going to go. Yeah. Um, So that was probably my initial thoughts. And then I also thought, how is it going to start like with crush we started exactly where we left off from Mm -hmm. the first book whereas this book I was thinking is there going to be like a small time jump where we've sorted out what's happening with their mating bond Mm -hmm. or you know have um Jackson and Grace like split up totally um yeah have they broken up or are they still together with this creepy you know third third party third wheel (laughs) yeah I mean he's a lovely third wheel let's be real (laughs) but not something you kind of want yeah so I was a bit apprehensive to see how the book was going to um progress Mm -hmm. um but I was pleasantly surprised yeah me too I really did love this book so in this book um, we meet a few new characters and we also meet a few new places that yeah. they haven't been to before. Um, so one of the first new characters that we meet is the crone mm-hmm. um, who Grace and Hudson and a few of their friends go and visit. Yeah, she's a little bit creepy. She's a little bit creepy. <laughs> she gives them some good advice. Yeah. Um, but she also offers a bit of a... She kind of strikes a bargain. a bargain, which for me it's like you don't actually know what the bargain will entail. Yeah, what are you agreeing to? Exactly, but, you know, whatever. Do what you're going to (laughs) do. And then we also see a lot of Flint's mum in this book. We did meet her in the last. Yeah, so we did meet her in the last book. Yeah. um, But that she is in this book a lot more. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then that leads to um, the whole gang, basically, Um, except I don't think Jackson goes. I don't think he so. He goes to London yeah, when they go the to. Court. Yeah, when um, the whole group goes to the Dragon Court um, and there's like big parties and things. It's hosted by Nuri, Flint's mum. Yeah. Um, soon after that, um, oh no, before that, they go to the Giant City. Yes. So they go to the Giant City. We're introduced to a few giants. Yeah. Um, some of them kind of give them a bit like a few tips and tricks and yeah. kind of send them on a little bit like more of their way. Yeah. Um, we then also go to uh, the prison. Yeah. Um, we spend a, quite a bit of the book there. Oh, 
such a long time. Yeah, and there, there's a lot that happens um, there. And while they're at the prison, we meet Remy and Cowder. Yes. Who, so they're inmates of the prison. Yeah, so they're inmates yeah. there. Um, they've been there for a very long time. Yeah. And they, um, they kind of become quite important characters in the story. Definitely. And it kind of leads on because Tracy, I know she'll be doing a spin-off series that mm-hmm. will revolve around Remy. So yeah. he's kind of an important character to get to know, I suppose. I'm excited to read that. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, so they're main the main new characters that we meet. Yep. Obviously, all of our new of our old characters um, follow us through from the previous books. Yeah. Um. So th- there's not a whole bunch of new information given no. to you. Uh. But that it, it is a it is a ride. It's yeah. such a big ride. Like <laughs> emotional and just super intriguing the whole way. Yeah. I mean, the book is 681 pages. Yeah, it's massive and like. The world building that Tracy does outside of like Katmia. Yes. It is actually incredible. Yeah. And I think that's what I liked about this book is that we do spend a lot of time out of Katmia in yeah. this book. So we're seeing a lot more of the supernatural world. Yes. Um, they go to, you know, like the Dragon Court is in New York. Yeah. But it's it's hidden and it's, you know, in a building. a building. Yeah. So yeah. I think um, that's really exciting. Yeah. And even like the giant city, it's like hidden amongst the trees. Yeah. And obviously, like, you have to look really closely to be able to find it. And it's just, it's super, super cool. Yeah. Like, it's really well written how yeah. she's kind of incorporated the supernatural into our world. Yes. Um, rather than it just being a whole separate place. Yeah, no, she did a really, really good job on it. All right, so Covet pretty much starts about five days after Grace's and Jackson's bond um, is broken. Mm-hmm. So that's also five days after Grace pretty much dies from the eternal bite. Yeah. And Hudson lovingly brings her back from the dead and we discover that they have a mating bond now. Yeah. Um, and so it's five days after and Grace, I think, is, like, all confused. She's like, oh, I made it to Hudson, but I'm in love with Jackson. I don't think she's in love with oh, Jackson. I don't think so like, either. I honestly, Does she know what love means? Yeah, I don't think that she was ever in love with him. I think no. that she thought she was in love with him. In like with him? Yeah, but then... I don't think that they she ever was in love with him. I didn't think they got to the point where they really could be in love with each other. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, they definitely could have been in love with each yeah. other, but they needed more time. And they needed, I think, to push each other and to grow and to challenge each other, which I don't think Jackson really They didn't did know anything about each other. They, no. they really didn't. I mean, like, honestly, I feel like we only really got half a book with them together. The first yeah. half of... Um, crave they were enemies or you know hating on each other and then the second half of the book they kind of found their relationship and then the second book I think Jackson was still in love with Grace but Grace was was, you know half torn between Jackson and Hudson she was preoccupied yeah so I feel like I just feel like were they ever really in love I don't think so I I really don't think so (laughs) but I think that Grace thinks that she was in love yes. with him. Yeah, and I think that we've seen Grace in love now. Oh, for sure. So we know what she's like in love yeah. and the, uh, the first a huge two books weren't it. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. So, I mean, I'm pretty happy about that, <laughs> if I say so myself. But 
so we get off there five days and like I said, she's like still pining for Jackson mm-hmm. and she's really like, I think she's confused and upset because she's like, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah, and Jackson's and really like moody. offish. Yeah, and he's really up and down. So I think she feels like if I, st- you know, stay in love with Jackson yeah. and we get back together and get rid of Hudson, like everything will be fine. Yeah, we back to normal, I yeah. suppose. But I think that's also pretty naive of her. Uh, definitely (laughs) yeah and so grace's thoughts are like how can i fix this with jackson Mm -hmm. to make it go back to the old way so her thoughts are ah why don't i break mine and hudson's mating bond which is so stupid grace (laughs) like seriously come on yeah so they basically go to the blood letter and they ask her to break the bond because you know she had the spell that broke her and jackson's bond so surely she can break Hudson and hers as well. Yeah, and she she's like, it is what we want. And, like, I don't think Hudson wants that. But he's just such a nice person, to, hence, like, my team Hudson point of view. <laughs> but, like, he goes, I want her and my brother to be happy. Like, yeah. I'm happy just to be, like, Uncle Hudson. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you can be Daddy Hudson. <laughs> like, yeah. no, he's just so sweet, like, so selfless for him to actually do that like mm-hmm. you're one mate in life and you're going to give that up for your brother yeah I think this book shows you how much Hudson loves Grace yeah like he is willing to pretty much do anything for her he is and he's not the monster that everyone like, yeah thought there, he was. there's a lot of character development for him oh I love it you so much. see his character you you know like we see the soft side of him we see him vulnerable yeah um we the see, powerful side yeah we see you know it's not just sassy Hudson anymore no. like there are so many sides to him in this book oh it is honestly the best <laughs> and so we go um to the blood letter and she when, drops a massive bomb oh the <laughs> biggest bomb ever so they're asking oh can you break our mating bond like you like gave the spell for Jackson to do the same with theirs Mm -hmm. and she's like oh I created that bond yeah so So she basically says she can't break Hudson and Grace's mating bond because it's actually real it's a real one and that she basically fabricated Jackson and Grace's mating bond and I wonder if that's why you know how Jackson and Grace's mating bond was always green and black like Mm -hmm. intertwined yeah it was two colors so that kind of shows that it was a bit corrupt and maybe not really meant to be whereas Hudson's is just like pure Pure blue blue. yeah definitely yeah so blood letter you crazy (laughs) and like how dare you I know I did feel I felt sorry for Grace then and she was basically like what do you mean um and then she and Hudson agree not to tell Jackson which I think is like the worst yeah I mean he was kind of beginning to be depressed yeah he was definitely in a bad place yeah and like I get it but I think if someone's depressed and in a bad place because of you know something that they thought was so real Mm -hmm. you need to let him know like there's a little bit of hope like dude it wasn't real your true mate is out there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like th- this book really, like I, I felt so bad for Jackson pretty much the whole way through. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not Team Jackson, but I mean I did feel bad for him. Yeah. But at the same time I'm like, get yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> so you sound bad, I'm mate. so sorry. <laughs> but just like Grace annoyed me a little bit in Crave. 
Jackson, come on. Oh, she's a, she's annoying in this book too. Oh, she's always annoying. Like there's a lot of times where I just want to be like, Grace, just sort yourself out. Tell people what's happening. Tell people what you're thinking. How you feel. Yeah, and just be honest with everyone. And honest with yourself. Well, if, yeah, exactly, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. Honest with yourself. <laughs> So that was just like a huge bomb. And, and I, I think that was only like, what, 35, 36 chapters in? <laughs> yeah, like probably not even that. Yeah. Like it was so early on that it was just like, oh, my gosh, what more? What is, more can happen? Yeah, and clearly a lot. Yes. A lot happened. So then I think the blood letter tells them that they need to find a the crown. crown. Yeah. Yeah, and she tells them that the unkillable beast, yes. who we met in book two. Could help them. Yeah, will be able to help them find the crown. So then they all go there um, and they basically ask him for help and he says that he will help them if they free him. Yeah. And they need to find the key that can um, unchain him. Yeah, because the chains that he um he's stuck in they're magically bound mm. by like a superpower and he says i think he says to them the only person who can create the key is the same person who created the chains yes so now they're on another quest like a side quest yeah <laughs> trying to find, to find the, person. the person to find the key yeah and then that leads us eventually to um them leaving Katmia and then going to giant city yes yeah so they, um, there's a lot that happens in Giant City and it's quite mm-hmm. a beautiful place. Yeah, it's it's really well built. Oh, it really is. Like I want to go there. Me too. Um, <laughs> but they go to the Giant City and they ask around and people like, oh, like that person doesn't really do it anymore or yeah. something. Um, but then they end up finding his, th- wife. his wife and she's like, He's really not upset. here anymore, yeah. And she said he's been gone for like decades or something yeah. and he's he's in the prison. The prison, the magical prison that is like impossible pretty much to break out and get even in. get out yeah. and get in. And yeah. then I think she tells she tells them that Cyrus basically put him there. Yes. So he couldn't create any more like of these powerful chains or anything yeah. because Cyrus was actually scared of him. Yeah. And Cyrus is just a coward who needs to be dethroned. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just really, like, it was a really interesting storyline Yeah, and how they weaved that in. Is this where Jackson gets the ring? Maybe. In Giant City? Not Jackson, Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, t- my team, Jackson. Yes, yeah, this is where Hudson gets the ring. Yeah. And what type of ring is he getting? Oh, I, I honestly, I'm just like, Tracy, tell us. Because <laughs> it's a promise ring. Yes. And he, well, he gives her the ring and he promises her something. But we never find but that out. But we don't find out and Grace doesn't know either. No. So I'm really intrigued. Like, honestly, I just want the Tracy just to release a snippet of the fourth book that Sneaky. just says, this is what Hudson has promised Grace. Yes, because it's like, is it... I promise to be by your side forever. Is it like a love declaration? Is it a protection declaration? Yes, like is it, you know, um, if anything happens to you, like I'm giving my life for yours. Like how full on is this promise that he's made? I'm honestly so excited. Me too. There are so many theories. Oh, there's heaps. And if you're listening, Tracy, I mean, feel free to drop in our DMs. Yeah, we won't tell anyone. We promise. (laughs) And then we'll just be like fangirling the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, I just need to know. Please just tell us what's with the ring. Is it? Did did he secretly ask her to marry him? And she's put the ring on, which is an acceptance. Maybe. Like, are they betrothed? Like, did (gasps) they secretly get married? 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to know. Like there are so many too. theories. There's heaps of theories. Like it's great. And if you have any theories, feel free to like let us know as well. Definitely. We'll be happy to chat about it. So after the giant city, they go to the crone. Yep. Um, who is another new character that we meet. Um, I kind of like her. Uh, she's a little creepy. She's a bit creepy, but I feel like she's like kind of playing them but also oh, trying to 100%. help them at the same time but yeah. she definitely has an agenda oh she does she she wants something like fr- you can tell from the deal that she made with grace yeah like i can do this for you so pretty much grace needs something because they decide that they're gonna go to the prison yep they're gonna go to the prison um and the people that they choose is uh grace hudson and flint yeah but they, because the prison, like, it's impossible to break out, they need a way to get out safely. Mm-hmm. So the crone um, kind of does, like, a flower tattoo on Grace's arm yeah. and says that, like, this is your way out. The flowers will basically, like, kill you for, yeah. say, like, 12 hours and yeah. then they will remove you from the prison and you'll be free, basically. Yeah. But she says, I will give you this in exchange for something, something that I can ask for at a later date yeah whenever I please and you pretty much have to agree to give it to me now yeah and the only thing that Grace said was as long as it doesn't hurt my friends yeah, or family she, I'm like that's stupid yeah she didn't clarify herself like is she and that's what makes me think about the promise ring like is the crone going to ask for something that puts Grace's life in danger and she's going to die? Mm-hmm. But because Hudson has promised her that he will take her place no. if anything happens to her, is he then in turn going to die? Oh, my gosh, I hope not. <laughs> is this just a random theory that I have? No, I think it's actually pretty, you know. It could happen. It could happen. And we know how Tracy likes to hurt us. Like, I'm ready to be hurt again. Oh, my God, so. me too. Me too. And, like, with the crone she said like i don't want it to hurt my friends mm-hmm. so i'm hoping that means that it's not going to hurt their mating bond either oh, because that's i mean hudson's more than a friend right well surely that would classify him as family if it's a mating bond that's true but you would have we never know though <laughs> and because really it's hurting grace too yeah could that happen or I'm really hoping it doesn't happen because I feel be like we can't have another mating bond broken break or another another thing with the mating bond because I feel like it's already been done. So this I feel like it will kind of just be like, oh, there could have been a really good plot twist or a really good, you know, turn of events, but then Tracy's just kind of picked something she's already done. Like yeah. I feel like she wouldn't do that. Well, maybe the deal could also be with like because Grace is destined to be the gargoyle queen. Mm-hmm. Maybe she wants Grace's power. Yeah. Or the crown. Or the crown, the throne. Mm -hmm. Or she wants Grace to give up something like her gargoyle. Yeah. You know how, like, the stone heart? Yeah, like the dragon heart. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she wants something like that. That's true. Yeah. That'll be interesting. It'll be so interesting. Like, I'm really, I just want court now. Yes, me too. So after we go to see the crone, they make the deal, they get the flowers to get out of prison. Um, We kind of have a break in, I guess, the quest side where they go to the um, dragon court in New York. Yes. And you really do get to see kind of like their teenager side. And the high life that the dragons are living. Oh, right. I would love to go to. Can we go to a dragon court? I would love that. Yeah. Like Like, even just the little favours that they give you as like a party gift. Oh, Give me a jewel any day. An envelope of money. Thank you. Some shares that will make me rich forever. (laughs) Exactly. No, I feel like 
they're, they're obviously there for a reason. They're, yeah. there, they're there for a goal. They still are thinking about the quest. But we get to see them kind of just being friends and having fun. They yeah. go to the parties. They and let loose a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Hudson and Grace get really close. Really close. They have um, their moment up on the roof and, yeah. like, you know, Which they is have, really like, cute. it is cute. And then they have, like, their little dance and thing. And I think... And, and he picks out dresses for her. Yes. I mean, if I'm saying, like, to my husband, come on, mate, pick out some dresses for me. Pick <laughs> this dress for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like um, at the Dragon Court is the... Her, him and uh, Grace and Hudson have sex for the first time, right? They do, except it's not really detailed, obviously, because it's young adult. Yeah, it's kind of is like a fade to black scene. Yeah, but they do it, and I could not be more happier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's a really nice break. It was probably about the middle of the book. Yeah, um, where it's kind of you know it kind of relaxes a little bit, and we get to see and be reminded that they are still teenagers and they're yeah. still just you know trying to have fun and just trying to find their way and grow up a little bit yeah and it's also like meeting their friends parents and family because we do this is like where we see a lot of Nuri which is Flint's mom yes and we get to see like her business side mm-hmm. and like, how powerful his family is super powerful yeah um and it's really interesting that they so obviously like the circle know that grace and hudson and everybody like grace and hudson they're wanted yeah you know by cyrus Mm -hmm. because he's a loser (laughs) but we didn't actually realize how um what is it loyal i suppose yeah the other court members are to cyrus Yeah. yeah so I think it's the last day or the second last day they are at the court. At, yeah, they're at the court. And then um, Nuri comes and says that they're arresting Hudson. Yeah. Um, and the kind of a bit of like a scuffle breaks out and Grace basically says, I'm allowed to go with him because I'm his mate. Yes, because that's that's actually a thing. Yes. So Grace and Hudson, so like basically Nuri is like, fine, we'll take both of you. And then Flint steps in and says, no, like you can't do this. You can't take them. Yeah. Um, and uh, she gets her son arrested as well. Yeah. She's like, screw you. Like, yeah. Or because Cyrus told her to. Exactly. Like they're all kind of like Cyrus's little puppets. Yeah. They way. basically, like everyone's scared of him. They all just do what he tells them to do. Yeah. It's really horrible. So they get arrested and then they all get sent, well, not all, Flint, Hudson and Grace get yeah. sent to the magical prison and yeah. that is, like Chanel said earlier, where most of the book is at. Yeah, there's a lot of um, chapters that are set in the prison. Yeah, there's heaps. So in the prison we meet Remy. Yay. who is their cellmate, and we yeah. find out that he's actually a witch. Yeah. Um, and he's been at the prison for a long time. And he's had visions as well. Yeah, so he actually knew that they were coming Yeah. Um, and that they would be his ticket to get out of the prison. Yeah, the only eventually. way really that he would be able to get out is with Grace. Yes. And then we also meet Cowder, who is also one of their cellmates at the prison. Yeah. Um, and she's been there for a really long time as well. And um, she's a manticore. Yeah. Um, and her and Remy are kind of like in a relationship, I suppose. Yeah. And they're like really sassy and really cool people. Yeah. They're really lovely. And they basically kind of show them like the lay of the land and help them kind of get used to how the prison operates yeah. and um like you know the way the prison operates is that if you want to leave if you want to get out the prison will determine 
when you're ready yeah and um they could be never yeah which basically they say like no one ever leaves the prison yeah um and they say like you have to be rehabilitated but the way that they rehabilitate you is through your fears and yeah um really like pulling them out of you yeah so they have to figure out a way to find um the giant yeah to make the key who and he's somewhere in the prison Mm -hmm. he's actually they discovered um He's in somewhere called the pit. Yes. And which, he's basically working at the prison. Yeah. Um, so they really have to go through a lot of hardship and turmoil yeah. to actually get there. Yes. So every there's like a Russian roulette yes. um, thing that happens where a room is chosen. Yeah. And then, and then people in the room then get chosen amongst the people that are in the cell. Yeah. And then they have to basically go into like it's like a fear factor, but in your yeah. own your own mind. Like in a deep sleep. Yeah. Kind of. And they have to kind of like face their fears and, you know, face all of like the bad things that they've done and basically why they're in the prison. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they, if they pass. If they pass, then they're allowed to go into the pit. Yeah. And a way if you go to the pit, you kind of need money. Yes. So there's a lot in the story where they kind of go into the prison courtyard mm-hmm. and they kind of have to play games yeah. and bet a lot mm-hmm. to actually earn money. Do then. some, like, bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> yeah. to, like, earn enough money to be able to spend in the pit when, yes. they, when they get there. Mm-hmm. So that goes on for a little while. Yeah, there's a lot of backwards and forwards, Um, people facing their fears. It seems to be a lot of um, Remy, Flint and Hudson, Hudson, um, whereas kind of the girls are just like, oh, my gosh, how do we help them? Um, And that's kind of where you see like Cowder really becomes like a really important part of the story because she helps Grace to not, you know, not just be sitting there feeling bad and doing nothing. And then she also explains like what the boys are going to need when they come out of their fears. Yeah. And I even think that um, Calder gets chosen one day Mm -hmm. and Remy's like super worried about her as well. Yeah. So I think that was like super, super sweet. Yeah. And then once they go down into the pit, they decide to split up because they only have a limited time there and they know that if they're in the pit, this is when they need to try and get out. They need to escape. So they need to find the giant. They need to get a key. They need to get more money. They need to escape. So a lot goes on. Oh, there's a lot. And they do end up finding um, the giant. Um, and they have a chat to him and they He's, have money for him. Yes, and he says, I can make the key for you, but it's going to take some time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're only allowed in the pit for like six or seven hours. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he goes, if you come back in six hours, yeah, I'll have the key ready. But then he also says, if I'm going to make the key for you, you have to get me out. Yeah, so it kind of throws a spinner in the works mm-hmm. because right now Grace has three ways to get out yes and that's her Hudson and Flint and little do they know that Remy is by bargaining with the guards right now to get them all out yeah um but he's only bargaining for five people and with Vanda it turns out to be six yeah so it actually takes a really fun turn (laughs) because after they get the key and everything they realize that Remy's deal Mm -hmm. goes through yeah but his deal with the guards comes with a catch Mm -hmm. because he said to the guards like I have this money I need five people out and the guards pretty much were like okay but let's do fight club yeah if you win the fight we'll let you leave we'll let you and your friends leave but if you lose the fight 
you pretty much have to stay here forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The Fight Club ends up being just Grace and Hudson yeah. against some giant guards. <laughs> guards, yeah. And they are massive. Yeah, and they really have a hard time. <laughs> oh, it's actually kind of brutal. Yeah. Like the things that happen, um, there's some chandeliers, like mm-hmm. bone chandelier scenes that's yeah. pretty, you know, graphic. Mm-hmm. But eventually after some really hard times and everything like that, Grace and Hudson win. Yeah. And, unbelievably oh it was so good like I was on the edge of my seat me too I was like oh they're gonna die in here <laughs> right and that's what you would think like it was insane it was I think pretty... Grace ends up giving some of her power to to Hudson, ja- to Hudson through yeah. the bond yeah she does and oh, that was so sweet of her like <laughs> power up my boy yeah yeah um but they make it through and then Remy talks to the guard and he was like you said you know, if they win, we get to go. And there was a bit of like a an area or a time when we thought that maybe the guard was going to renege yes. on their deal. Yeah. Um, but eventually he says yes, but only five people can go. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit interesting. Yeah. So then basically what they end up doing is using one of Grace's flowers, mm-hmm. um, I think for Remy. Um, Calder? Or Calder, yeah. I think Calder actually takes it. Yes, yes, yeah. because no one can decide because no. they're not 100% sure that it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Calder takes it um, and she ends up getting out as well. Yeah, but um, they're kind of worried because she's so still and everything. Yes, yeah. So they basically they get out of the prison. And as soon as they step out, literally like Macy, Jackson, Mackie, like yeah. everybody steps out behind the trees. Yeah, and they basically were like, we came to like rescue yeah. you, we came to save like a stakeout you. stakeout yeah. at the prison. Yeah, so that's really nice too because it kind of brings them all together and it's nice to think that no matter what um, like Flint and Hudson and Grace were going through in the prison, yeah. that their friends, you know, like they hadn't just forgotten about them. No. They were always trying to get them out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's nice to see Jackson there as well because – you know. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, I really love that part. I thought it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, friends. Yes, yeah. Like, they're really loyal to one another, which mm-hmm. was really good. And I think it's something that all the characters needed yeah. at that time. And it really is a – I think it really is a book about friendship yeah. and about being there for each other. Um, During the hard times. Yeah, and no matter what, like, you know, you're always willing to, like, help them out and there's always, like, rough patches and things, but, like, they're still your friends. Yeah, no matter what. Like friends, yeah. Friends forever. Friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really cute. And so they all get out of the prison. Their friends are there. And one of the order um, people, they say, like, oh, God, we have a problem. Yes. And pretty much the guard who let them free mm-hmm. went and told Cyrus. That they were going to go straight to the, the unkillable beast. Yeah, because to they free have him. The key. Yeah. So it's pretty much a race against Cyrus to get to the unkillable uh, unkillable beast yeah. um, before Cyrus can get there. Mm-hmm. So this is like pretty much one of the most intense. Oh, it's literally ever. like the last probably like maybe what 10, 15% of the book. Yeah. But it was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh like my gosh. So <laughs> much happened. Yeah. And you you wouldn't want to put it down. Like I know, I think I read this book in 
two days. Yeah, I read it on my phone because yeah. I couldn't wait for um, the hard copy, the to, hard arrive copy to arrive. Yeah, so I actually downloaded it on my phone and I remember being at work and I had my phone under the desk and I was like reading like so chapters good. under the desk because I was like, I need to read more. Like yeah. I couldn't put it down. Especially like the last part of the story. Yeah. Like it was impossible to not want to know what um, because I think because it read like a quest book there were so many twists and turns that were being sent here there and everywhere and I was just like what's going to happen next like yeah. what's coming next where are they going now yeah like I I couldn't I couldn't put it down yeah no me neither it was really really great so they get to the unkillable beasts layer yeah um and I think the dragons are there yeah, the dragons are patrolling in the sky. Yeah, so they got they're basically there to guard them. Yeah, they're helping. Yeah, helping. Base and I think and um, like Flint's mom has realized, you know, what a mistake she made, and she does apologize. Yeah. Um. So they leave them to guard the outside of the cave while the group goes in, um, and is trying to free the unkillable bees. Yeah. And then pretty much their shit hits the fan. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like they jumped. Yeah. Pretty much. By um, the witches the and witches, the werewolves, yeah, um, and the vampires, the vampires, yeah, and they didn't realize. So, like the gang, yes, let's call them the, the gang. gang. <laughs> they knew that the vampires would probably have werewolves, yes, but they were not prepared for the witches to actually be on side. Yeah, and I think it's it's just the vampires and the witches at the beginning, right? And yeah. then when they're kind of like they said so a, a battle ensues, and then they're kind of like, oh, okay, like we could have this, you know, it's. It's, you know, we've got the dragons on our side and yeah. then the werewolves come and yeah. it's just like, how the hell are we going to get out of this? Yeah, it's really brutal and so much happens. Yes. Like, I don't even know where to start. It's oh, it's it's a big thing. Um, Like, a lot goes on. A lot. Like, the first thing I think, if I remember correctly, Flint gets injured. Yes. And he nearly dies. Yes. I think. And then I know that Luca gets injured. Yep. And then he does die. Luca dies. Yeah. Like Flint and Luca were a pretty cute couple. They were a cute couple. And I was so glad that we had some like LGBTQ plus representation. Definitely. Um, And then, yeah, like, oh, I just, I felt so bad for Flint. You know, he he was in love with Jackson. Yeah. We knew that. And then, you know, Jackson found his mate. So fake me. Yeah. So then, um, you know, it took him a while to get over him. And when he did, like Luca was actually so cute. And so supportive. And then, you know, then he had all this problem with his mom and his family and he ended up taking Luca to the court and introducing him as, you know, his boyfriend um, and that they were together um, and then he got killed. I, it was so <laughs> sad. And, like, I think, like, uh, not Hudson, Flint was injured. Yes. So everyone kind of put their power into, like, saving Flint. Yeah, but, yeah. and then Luca got injured and no one could help him. No. Yeah. And it was so sad. Like, it was so sad. Yeah, and then I know, like, Hudson was giving his power to everybody else because yeah, he, he was – them up. Yeah, he was trying to top everyone up and then he didn't want Flint to die as well. Yeah. So he shot a heap of his power to Flint um, and then he basically says to everyone, like, get away because I'm going to release all of my power yeah. and basically, like, bring the cave down. Yeah, and we know how deadly his power can be. And, like, that's one thing that – that Cyrus was like super scared yes of. yeah 
and we know that Cyrus is at this fight. Yes. So then while this is happening, um, Jackson ja- runs off. Jackson runs off. Where and- are you, Jackson? <laughs> so he um, says to everyone, like, basically, hold down the fort, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've got something to do. He goes off and it turns out that he is trying to take on his dad so stupid so he knows that everyone's preoccupied luca is dead yeah flint, flint is, injured. is injured hudson has no power left grace has given most of her power to either flint trying to heal him or to hudson trying yeah. to top him back up so jackson's like the only way to end this is to kill cyrus yeah let's do it so but like jackson he's powerful yes but he's not that powerful. Jackson and Hudson would have struggled together taking on their dad. Right. And then Jackson's just like, I've got to do this. But little do, well, we know um, now, but um, it actually turns out that um, Jackson's soul was starting to die. Starting to die. Yeah. So basically what happens is we find out that um, when the – uh, mating bond. bond broke at the end of crush um that both of their souls so grace and jackson's soul got ripped apart yeah um and the only reason that grace was okay is because hers latched onto hudson's mating yeah, bond. so he, he restored her soul yeah so basically he was hold he's holding her soul together yeah but because jackson didn't have anyone else to latch onto his soul started to die basically yeah and he went to he found out because he went to the vampire court yes. and he saw a healer yes. and then they told they him. They told him. Yeah. And that's kind of why it explained his moodiness and. Yeah. And why he'd been so offish with everyone. Um, he was snappy. Yeah. So he, and then they do eventually um, ask him before they go to prison, like, why didn't you tell us? And he was like, I didn't want to worry everyone. You know, like we had other problems to deal with. And then that kind of made Grace be like, okay, I need to like, I need to end this bond with Hudson yeah. so I can help heal. Yeah, Jackson's and that's the soul. thing. Like, Grace was now torn between, you know, like, if I don't fix the mating bond with Jackson, he's going to die. Yeah. But I want to be with Hudson. Yeah. So it's, you know, like a toss up between what is right and what and, I want. Yeah, what she wants. Yeah. So it's really tricky on her. So basically, um, they're in the cave. Jackson tries to kill, kill Cyrus, Cyrus. Um, and he, um, his father bites him. The eternal bite again. He gives him the eternal bite. Everyone is just shocked. Honestly, yeah. like I was shocked. Yeah. Um, he manages to come back into the cave. Um, and Jackson says to everyone, Look, I'm dying. Cyrus has given me the eternal bite. I want to give all of my power and everything to, to Flint. Flint because he, like, Jackson knows that he's dead now, whatever. Yeah. He doesn't have a soul. Yeah. Um, he's basically given up. He doesn't have a mate. He doesn't have a soul. He doesn't have a mate. He knows that he's going to die. His father's bitten him. He yeah. can't come back from that. So he says, give everything that I have to Flint. It will save him and keep him alive. And basically he he sacrifices himself for him. He does. And then this is where I thought, like, this was really sweet. Um, Nuri Flint's mum sees what's happening. And I don't know if she, like, she knows that Jackson tried to save Flint or that she knows that Flint is in love with Jackson. Mm-hmm. But she actually. Or she just saw Flint's new boyfriend die. Yeah. And she doesn't want to see someone else who Flint really cares about die as well. Yeah. So she actually, and it's a huge thing, she gives up her dragon heart and puts it into Jackson's yeah. heart. 
and it's it's like kind of up in the air for a little bit like yeah. no one knows if it works um and then jackson eventually comes back to life and yeah. he says that he can feel his soul again as well yeah so not only did she save him she restored his soul too yeah and the thing is is that because she gave her dragon heart away she can never shift now into a dragon yeah so she'll forever be human and she's not powerful anymore yeah. so that really leaves the dragon court vulnerable yeah and flint's family vulnerable mm-hmm. now i wonder if flint will take over oh but he needs a partner jackson I, jackson's maybe. gonna be his mate Ooh, maybe now that he has a dragon heart it could be possible it could be possible that's really interesting and it would just be because you know jackson has never opened himself up to that so maybe the mating bond never sl- snapped in place so maybe it will snap in place now yeah Oh, that's something we're going to find out, I, I hope. <laughs> Come on, Tracy, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so there is a lot that goes on. It, it is a full-on few yeah. chapters. And at this fight, um, trying to save the unkillable beast, um, that is when Grace finally decides to tell Hudson that she loves him. Yes. And, I mean, come on, girl. Choose a better moment. Yeah, we knew all this time. We knew uh, since before you went to the uh, dragon, dragon court. court that you loved him. And then you choose then. And I think Hudson tells her quite, like, early, early on. But she doesn't say it back. She doesn't say it back, no. Rude. And she's just, you know, like, and I think we do get a bit of inner monologue where she's like, yeah. I know that I love him, but I feel so bad about what I happens in, love what's happening to Jackson that I can't tell him that I love him. Yeah, because it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. So she does tell him that she loves him. Yeah. And then eventually Cyrus flees, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. The fight. I think he doesn't realise that Jackson's alive. No. He, he thinks, thinks that he, he's dead. Yeah, so he flees before Hudson, before he thinks that, like, Hudson will know and yeah. then go after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when they eventually, when everyone goes away, they then free the, the unkillable beast. beast. Yeah. And he... Grace asks, like, do you know what's something about the crown? Like, yeah, we need I, you to give us the crown. Yeah, and he, the unclearable beast, is like, her, her crown, save her. And it's like, who is her? Yeah, so he, yeah, he says to her, he says, um, he says, her, protect her. He says, save the her. Mate? He calls her his mate or yeah. the mate or something. Yeah. And they're all like, who are you talking about? And then he just leaves. Yeah. And before he leaves, though, um, he agrees to help find or give the crown, yeah. I suppose, um, as long as they save her. Yes. So yeah. we're obviously going to find out about who her is mm-hmm. in the next book, hopefully. <laughs> um, but before he flees, because he's in his human form, yes. um, he kind of gives Grace like a weird handshake. Yeah, they thing. like brush hands. Yeah, and then all of a sudden there's like a tattoo of a crown on her palm. Yeah. Which is the crown. The crown. So after everything, they thought they were looking for like a tangible object, mm-hmm. but I don't, how are they going to get rid of that crown? Well, is it going to be like the flowers where like they can take it off of her? Oh, maybe. And it's just safe on her palm because yeah, no one can reach no it. because no one will know that it's there. Clever. Mm. Really clever. So then after all of this, everyone's exhausted. <laughs> they of decide course. They decide to go back to Katmere. Yeah. Um, and it's when they get there that they realise that something is really wrong. Terribly wrong. So they go into the academy and basically 
everyone is missing. Yeah, like the faculty, the students, and Uncle Finn yeah. as well. And then they they realise that um, Cyrus has basically kidnapped everyone, yeah. which is basically declaring war on all of the other species because yeah. it's like the most powerful species' children yeah. that he has stolen. Yeah. So it ended on that. Yes, and, that's the end. And it's going to be like, it's literally like, what the hell? Like, how is Tracy going to first start court? And there's going to be a lot going on, I think, in the next book. Oh, like, th- we know that this is the last book in the series. Unfortunately. But, like, I just don't know how she's going to wrap it up. Is it going to be, like, 800 pages? I would be happy. <laughs> I'd be happy if it was 1,000. Because I feel like how is this going to be wrapped up into a nice, neat and tidy, and Tracy, please make it a nice, neat, tidy bow at the end. We don't want any cliffhangers. No. Or we don't want any, you know, could there, would there, you right. know. <laughs> we want it all to be wrapped up. And I feel like from her writing style, from the YA perspective, she'll wrap it up. I hope so. And even with, like, an epilogue at the end. Yeah. Like, that would be nice. Yeah. Oh, but please don't do, like, the, you know, Harry Potter 12 years from now. Oh, no, like, just give us, like, immediate after. We just like... want and we just wanted it to be nicely wrapped up, tell, you know, wrapped up, tell us where everyone ends up, what's yeah. happening. But we don't need a 12 years from now, we're all old and here are our children's situation. Yeah, Thanks. no, we don't want to know about the children. We just want to know about them. Yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to see where she takes the next book because 100%. there is a lot to, you know, like we need to find out about the Dragon Court, what's going to happen with Finn's mum now. And the Dragon Heart in Jackson. Yeah. Oh, we also need to find out about the emerald um, string that Grace yes, has found. Because there's an emerald string inside Grace. Yeah, that she and, doesn't know what it's for. And she's kind of like, she doesn't want to touch it. Yeah, because she's worried. Yeah, and... I'm actually really intrigued because what does me that too. mean? What is it? And we also need to find out what the promise was that Hudson made, what the ring yes. means, um, who's her. Yeah. Um, obviously they're going to have to kill Cyrus or overthrow him somehow. Yeah. Grace needs to get her spot on the court. What did the crone want? What does the crone want? When is she going to claim it? There is a lot to cover in this next there book. There is so much. I mean, no wonder why it's taken ages to, I mean, not ages to write, but. Yeah, this is. I think this is probably why it's been pushed back the release yeah. date because it was supposed to have been released in September. Yeah, and I know that like so many people have ordered it, and because of the paper shortage and yes. everything. Yeah, so I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah, bring it on. Now that we've gone through the entire plot of Covet, <laughs> yeah, like very briefly. I mean, we could probably speak about it for days. Yeah, I feel like we barely scratched the surface on that one. Yeah. Um, as we said at the beginning, there is a lot um, to take to in. go through. Yeah. And I mean, if we had, you know, weeks and weeks to just go through it, we probably could do that. We'll just read the book for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as we did with the last two books, we have flagged some of our favourite chapter titles. Yeah, because, like, Tracy does a fantastic job at writing them. Like like we said in the previous podcast, it just makes the book so much more special. Yeah. And it just means, like, it shows that she really cares to connect to her readers mm-hmm. and there's like a lot of jokes innuendo yeah like it's it's, it's great it's a gift honestly i yeah. mean trying to think of a book title is it's hard ridiculous so trying to think of a chapter title for every single chapter would be harder and especially like some of the books have over 100 chapters yeah you know it's not like she's just got like 20 no. or so like she's got hundreds yeah and so she does a really great job and Chanel and i always kind of like 
point out the ones that we really <laughs> love. And I mean, we could probably say we love all, all of them. Of them. <laughs> and we do, we love all of them. But you know, there's always a few that just stick out for little reasons. So yeah. some of our favorites. So the first one that we've flagged that I love personally is chapter eight, which is ghosts don't need moving vans and neither does my baggage. <laughs> and I think it's just so funny. It's so true. Yeah, no, I love <laughs> so it. relatable. It really is. Oh, it's, it is great. That was a good one. Um, I also really liked number 13, antisocial influence. Yeah, like we felt like that was very it hit close to home for both yeah. of us. <laughs> like I feel like I can be very antisocial at my ta- at times. Yeah, and I think that is a very like bookish trait. 100%. Like people, you know, I like to spend more time with books and reading than yeah. I do with actual people, and I think most bookish people do. A hundred percent. So I just thought totally relatable. Yeah. Chapter thirteen, and 13, she knows her audience well. <laughs> she does, and I love that she put on like number thirteen because that's like one of my lucky numbers <laughs> perfect um one that I just think is absolutely hilarious was 129 so it's some days life's a bowl of cherries some days it's just the pits oh my god <laughs> and I, I think, love this so much I love it and I think it relates to when they're in the prison and they go to the pit right yeah it does and it kind of relates to everyday life as well oh yeah like let's be real some days it's, it's <laughs> very good and then other days it just sucks yeah so it's it's a great chapter title it is it is probably my favorite I would say maybe so far in the whole series yeah wow yeah and that's a big statement that's a big call yeah but I love it so much (laughs) yeah Tracy's excellent with her um chapter titles and honestly I think if you haven't read the books just read them for the chapter titles read it do it like the chapter titles give me life. Yeah. And like everyone, you kind of like have a little laugh and then a you're like, <laughs> like, and then you read the chapter and you can tell how the title relates to the yeah. chapter. You kind of have that light bulb mom- moment. You're like, ah, yeah. yes, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're great. So we've already touched on a few of our theories for the next book, Court, mm-hmm. um, but we thought we'll do a little bit of a recap because there's so much to decompress. Yeah, there's a lot of information that you take taken from the book and even that we've just given you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even like for us, I think like rereading it and going through it with each other is like. Yeah, like we were oh. flipping through and then like Maddie would say, oh, and then this happened. And I was like, yes, oh, my gosh. How like, could we forget that? Yeah, so uh, yeah, there, there's a lot to think about for the next book. Yeah, and there's a lot to be answered. Yes. So hopefully we can get all the answers that we need. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, the first one I think is, like, for me, one of the big ones is, like, the crone. Yeah. So what was the bargain that Grace made with her? Yeah, what does she want from Grace? What does she want? Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it, well, I'm praying it doesn't have anything to do with the mating bond and that it won't hurt that and Hudson, of course. Um, But I think maybe it could be to do with either her gargoyle, like her stone heart, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that she may want yes. the stone heart. I yeah, I I mean that would be devastating for it Grace. It would be. Because she's just started to accept who she is and explore yeah. what she's capable of. And that will then jeopardize her seat on the circle. Yeah. But like I can't remember, but if her stone heart is taken, she doesn't die, right? It just takes her gargoyle away. I think so because she's not old enough yet, but then it would have killed the unkillable beast because he was already so old. Yeah. Okay. So that's my theory. 
Yeah. Uh, like, I honestly don't know. I think it's going to be either that she wants Grace to do something for her mm-hmm. um, that is going to be pretty much impossible. Yeah. Or it's going to jeopardize Grace's life somehow. Ooh. And then I think that's going to tie us into the promise ring that Hudson mm-hmm. has given Grace. Which is another theory that we have. Because I think that Hudson has promised to basically something along the lines of like always protect her, always, yeah. you know, be there for her. Or, you know, um, if anything was to happen to her, he would take her place. Because when Huge. he did get her the promise ring and when he gave it to her, he still wasn't even sure if she loved him, but he knew that he loved her. Because he is just an incredible human being or vampire. <laughs> <laughs> because he was still thinking along the lines of we're going to end this bond, Grace is going to be with Jackson. Yeah. So I feel like somewhere along those lines he's been thinking you know if anything was to happen to her what will it do to my brother Mm. so he has given up his I guess willing to give up his life or happiness yeah for her so she can be with Jackson and he thinks she'll be happy then that's actually so interesting I didn't (laughs) even think about it that's how that's what I've thought about honestly like I thought about it a lot I love that because really all I'm thinking about is it's a promise ring for like love. <laughs> he loves her so much, and yeah. they're gonna get married and like, kiss. <laughs> that's what I think it is. Like I think it's like like a just, love, just a, just like an engagement ring. Yeah, like I promise, um, pretty much to be with you forever. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I, I promise to marry you one day. Yeah, and like forever is like even after death. That yeah, he'll still be with her. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought. I mean, yeah. just hopeless romantic here. Like that's <laughs> that's all I thought. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very different. Um, and then I guess another thing. I I mean, not really a theory, but what what is going to happen with Flint's mom in the Dragon Court now? Yeah, like, will his family have to give it up because Nuri is no longer powerful? Yeah, she's. I mean, technically, she's not a dragon anymore. Yeah. So will Flint get to take over? But again, he's not mated, so yeah. he can't actually sit on the circle. No. And his dad can no longer, I assume, sit on the circle either. It'll be interesting. And then also as well, like, are they going to overthrow Cyrus? Are they going mm. to kill him? Who's going to kill him? Yeah. I feel like it'll be Grace and it'll be a bit of a boss move if, yeah. if she kills him. Yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> and I also think, like, is she going to sit on the circle? Is she going mm-hmm. to be the ruler eventually? Is she going to take Cyrus's place and just basically oh, yeah. be large and in charge? But does she want to be large and in charge? I think it will be like um, kind of like. For the better of everyone Yeah, else. like she's going to sit on as number one and be the top person, but um, she will rule like gently and everyone will have a say. And Yeah, she'll be a gentle ruler. But yeah. the ruler that everyone needs yes. right now. Yeah. That could be true. Like, I'm actually really intrigued. Like, I think, I don't know, I have a feeling that maybe she won't sit on the circle. Yeah. Or she will. I feel like she's not ready. She's definitely not ready. Like, <laughs> she's a teenager, like, yeah. just graduated. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm not even ready <laughs> to rule somewhere. Yeah. Um. But I have a feeling that, like, hopefully, hopefully Hudson can sit on the circle. Yes. I think he'd be a way better choice than Cyrus. And yeah. then maybe Grace can just be his helper. Yeah, helper <laughs> and wife or something. And then I guess the last theory we have is who was the unkillable beast referring to when he said her? Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, personally, I think it could be the crone. Yeah. I think it could be the crone as well. Because I feel like she kind of knew him or she, you know, she was about they have to free him mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, so, and then we know that, like, she's super powerful and that she's yeah. been around for, like, years and years and years. And he's also been away around for years and years. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, like, who else would he know? He's been trapped in the cave right? for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah. I definitely think his mate and her is the crone, the crone for sure. Unless, did the crone have a sister? I can't remember. Because I'm like, maybe it's her and he's trying to protect her. From the crone? From the crone. Mm, interesting. Or, oh, no, because he said mate. I was like, could, could he have a daughter? Yes. Yeah, he like said Like another mate. gargoyle. But, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be his mate then. Yeah. Unless maybe he wasn't referring to his mate. Grace's mate? Give the crown to Grace's mate? interesting maybe like like because hudson can overpower cyrus yes and maybe he was saying then like, if hudson has the crown he will be able to protect grace yeah like save her save, save her. her protect her protect her and then mate, mate. oh my gosh <laughs> interesting oh. mm. yeah so there are a lot of theories that could be thrown around with this there's so many i wonder if tracy listens to these things and just laughs Maybe. Or, you know, it was, like, in, like, the, like, the group chats and, yeah. you know, watches people's Instagrams and just sits there and thinks, oh, that's hilarious. Or, I haven't chosen to do any of these things. Or maybe we could be, like, just right on the money. Or maybe she gets some of her ideas from us. I mean, not <laughs> us personally, you know. No. But, like, you know, fans and fanfic and stuff like that. That'd theories. be cool. That would be, be really cool. cool. But, I mean, if anyone else has any theories – Please let us know. Yeah, go onto our Instagram. Let us know in the comments. We yeah. love a good theory, if you can't tell. And we love a good chat. <laughs> yeah, we have so many theories. And I really love hearing other people's theories. I think, you know, like some things like you don't even think about and then yeah. someone else mentions it and you're like, oh, my God. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. No, so if you have any type of theory at all, like please please DM us yeah, and let us know. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Um, we're happy to chat about it. Yeah, all day. <laughs> yeah, we uh, love a good theory. So that brings us to the end of our episode four, which is super exciting. (laughs) I mean, we've had a ball chatting about the Crave series the last few weeks. Especially this book we really uh, dove into. (laughs) Yeah, like covet, like we said, we've said it so many times. There's so much to cover. Yeah. And we really... Overall, like we loved this book. Uh yeah, we I I think this is my favorite book of the series so yeah. far. Yeah, see I loved Crush. Crush yeah. would be my favorite, but this is a, a close second. Yeah. Like there was just so much in the book, like with the romance and the quest and the mystery and everything else in between, that I really think that like genuinely it's a fantastic book. Yeah, and it's a great read. Yeah, if you haven't read it please just buy the series because yeah. it just every book gets better and they're easy reads too like the cha- there are a lot of chapters but they're, but short they're chapters. so short yeah yeah and each chapter kind of ends with uh what's gonna happen next yeah no it is really fantastic so thanks to tracy yes definitely entangled teen as well for <laughs> yeah. publishing the book yeah um we really couldn't have come up with a better a better book to talk about yeah today <laughs> and like we said, if you guys want to chat to us, um, 
you can go onto our Instagram, Books and Wine mm-hmm. podcast, um, and you can DM us. We're always up for a good old chat and Yeah, we're and always everything. posting things on there. Exactly. And you can always go on to our personal Instagrams as well. Um, mine's Shelf Love with Maddie. And mine is CL Bookshelf. Yeah. And, yeah, we look forward to doing more podcasts. Next week um, will be our fifth one. Fifth podcast. Which is going to be really exciting yeah and it's going to follow on from our first episode um and it will be based around kingdom of the cursed yep which oh my gosh there's so much to tell we have a lot to talk about um both good and bad i think yeah definitely there's a good mix in there yeah um so we're really excited to to post that soon yeah so thanks for listening today guys and tune in next week yeah thanks guys